Show presents Scratch It Track. The podcast where we debate which track to scratch off some of the most known and unknown albums of all time. We live in an era of singles. This is an album. People no longer listen to an album for the work it truly is. It kind of defines a band. It's just not something that people relate to nowadays. We've all gotten the dreaded. Started out as a game. Which track on the album would would you scratch out if you had to? Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of Scratch a Track, presented by the Dude and Grim Show. I'm the Dude, and with me, as always, is Grim. What up, Grim? How you doing there, my friend? I'm good, man. Just cool. ready to talk about another um, classic from our generation this week. You're talking about my generation. Yeah, Odelay by Beck. Mm. Mm. Beck Hansen. Beck. Beck, Beck, Beck. Good... Good dude, great look, good drummer. No, he is. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge fan of Beck, and it's it's interesting. This is his fifth studio album, um, and probably I'm getting. Wow, what? Is, yeah, I know. Is yeah, that's what it said. Yeah, it's it's his most famous too. I'm. I don't know the. Well, I do know a couple that that came before that. I mean, was, all I know is really is one foot in the grave and mellow gold. That's what I know too, but it said five. So if I'm wrong, no blame, way. blame Wikipedia. So yeah, um, I will. But you know, he he had initial, obviously, as most people know, um, you know, real uh, initial success with with Loser. Uh, that was kind of his, you know, big thing, and you know, you you wouldn't want to. Uh, he's not really a, a one hit wonder by any means, but. This that this was al- definitely the first one. Yeah, yeah, and this album though just put him like in a complete different stratosphere, um, and he gained I think a lot of you know respect from uh, musicians and people you know around the world uh, because I, I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. And I mean this was this this was uh, nominated a lot of critical acclaim. It won the the Grammy for for um, well, was nominated for album of the year. And but of course it only won for best alternative album in '97, and I really think I need to look up and see who who else won that year because I have a feeling yeah, it that, probably wasn't this good. Yeah, yeah, this one's probably stood the test of time a lot more than whatever that one is, and I could be totally wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. So, um, but Rolling Stone, they they kind of knew what was going on. They named it album of the year. So I think like you were you said a few minutes ago, you know this is one of the albums that growing up really kind of stood out to you. And I, I think that's probably the case for, for a lot of people. Uh, Cause it was, it was very different in 96 and stuff kind of when it, when it came out, this is a little, I don't know if I would say, and maybe you would a little more post grunge. And I feel oh, like yeah. the, the yep. alternative music scene was kind of finding itself a little bit. Um, well, and to me, this was just different than a lot of stuff. I mean, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't grunge. I mm. mean, a lot of the album was produced by these guys called the Dust Brothers. Right, so a right. lot of it was like these grooves made out of sampled beats um, and stuff, sampled songs. I mean, yeah. if you listen, yeah, cut with beats, and then if you yeah. listen to or listen to rather, if you go ahead and, and read about it and look at uh, the samples that were used. It's really amazing 
like I would have thought for a single song you'd use maybe like a sample and build on that. I mean, nope. there's songs where they use four and five samples, right? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And and when you are listening to the album, it go, you like, can hear that. Yeah, one song can go in. It goes in three or four different directions, and you're like, what? but at the same time, it it kind of maintains its its I know. feel, and 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 that is what's so impressive about it. Um, it's, I agree. It, it really crazy. it's almost it's almost um, it's all over the place, and it's like a country hip hop album. Um, yeah, and, in a lot and, of ways, and, it is. And I think the Dust Brothers. Um, I, I have the utmost respect for 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 Beck and his musical ability, but I think what the Dust Brothers brought to this album just took it to another level that he wouldn't have been able to get to. And, I completely um, agree. Yeah, and so I, I actually read when he started working on the album, which was supposed to be Odalay. He intended it to be a little more. Um, it was supposed to be more acoustic and chill, and then he recorded a couple of the songs, and um, only I think three or uh, three of those songs from like those sessions or whatever the producers he was working with made that. You know, he's actually released today. And the only one that made on this album was Ramshackle, um, mm. and and then he started working with with the Dust Brothers here, and they just uh, you know they had worked with. Uh, who was the Beastie Boys and Young MC and and they come came from more of that hip hop style. So this must have been a a really great challenge for them to incorporate his kind of silly country slide guitar playing you know style yeah. and and for both of them to kind of take a chance on each other. I think is very very. I cool. agree, and it it really worked out. Mm-hmm. It did. It really it did. worked it did. out. It did. But, and real quick, before we get into the album, how about that cover, man? <laughs> like, Dude, <laughs> that dog is uh, Dude, something I didn't even else. know what that, I didn't even know what that was when I was a kid growing up. Like, seriously, it, it's a cover that I had looked at and had seen for years and years and years. And then I actually looked, I was like, what the hell is that? I'm like, that's a flipping dog, man. And it's, yeah. but apparently it's a, special a rare hungarian breed of yeah, dog I know. And dude, the, which dude, makes it, sense because it has like marley dreads yeah i was gonna say it looks like it's a freaking you can mop my floor man so mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but all right well let's get into it let's start scratching um lots of hits on this album lots of singles i think i read there was uh, i think four or five um and the first track off the album I don't think Devil's Haircut was the first single. I think where it's at might have been, but I could be completely Yeah, wrong. but it was one. But it, it was it was definitely one and and one that really stands out for me. I mean, dude, the way that the starting an album like that, it 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 kind of reminds me of uh, OK Computer where man, it just hits you like boom, just hits you in the face, mm-hmm. but but this is even heavier and nastier. That riff, man, and it it, you know, kind of goes through the song in between the verses. Um, and it just really kind of sets up where this, this whole album is going to go. Cause it's kind of all over the place. Like, yeah, uh, I agree. There's, there's you know. samples in there and it, it's like, it doesn't sound like certainly like anything that's coming out then, but or no. anything else you really know. Right. Right. And, and even the music video is cool. Mark Romanek, he's the one who directed the music video and you know, you got back like walking down the street, this 
you know, cowboy boots and cowboy hat, and he's got a boombox and ghetto blast. It's just like, dude, yeah, so weird and so kind of funky, man. It's just, it's re- re- really interesting. So, um, <sighs> now the next one, Hot Wax, is actually Ooh. Hot Wax. Well, okay, so I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna go to the next two. The next two are are mm-hmm. honestly my favorite two on the album because oh, they have like like you said that weird mix of like country and hip hop, but not the shitty way that it's done today. It's it's like no. some weird hybrid that you didn't know could exist. But the two yeah. of those. The two of those have this kind of weird mixture of that and maybe some soul and blues yeah. and it it just yeah. it really works for me and those were the two I think that got me more than anything. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, when I when I bought the album when I was yeah. younger and listened to yeah. it. And then well, <laughs> the next one goes in a totally different direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, going back to Hot Wax real quick, it's so funny that he uh, some of these songs he basically is rapping yeah you know? oh yeah and, and, and oh, it's yeah. just like and and we can get into his lyrics which are actually a lot of times, i don't know that we would have time <laughs> no no i was gonna say because they are kind of in the most sophisticated way kind of ridiculous um you know, but he's also you know he just randomly he's thrown Spanish in there, and I looked up in hot wax, dude. I looked up what it meant, and dude, his Spanish says, "I am a wax record. I have gum in wax." Yeah, his it's like dude, what, dude? I don't know what you're saying, man. I know, I, I but it's great. It sounds good. It does, <laughs> it, but that's that's one thing I've liked about a lot of his subsequent work too is how he just throws in those little Spanish phrases. Like yeah. when we Guero. eventually go over Guero, I mean, when he talks oh. about like that, you don't wake these guys sleeping on the street up till the rooster crows, yeah. and he's yeah. just mas right. cerveza because they had too much beer. Like, right. uh, I like that. Oh, I'm gonna get the new Yanni cassette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, who? I, how does that? I mean, I know that's a completely different album, but who thinks? I mean, that, I that kind of stuff. But It'd it, be like, hey, we should. We should put this in there. Dude, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But so moving on, next song after Lord Only Knows is is one of my favorite songs on the album actually, and that's the New Pollution. And I, to be honest, I just love the intro. I, I could just hear the intro, and, and I'm good good after that. It reminds me of a '70s commercial or something. I dude. I, so the way I had actually described it, and um, and I don't know if it's the '50s, the '60s, the '70s, whatever. But it reminds me of like, yeah, like a commercial or a sitcom TV show, like mm-hmm. the intro. Yep. And you're like riding in a car with the Avon lady through like an Edward Scissors hands yeah. neighborhood where it's just like everything is just perfect and it's sunny out. And, you know, the kids are playing ball in the yard and, you know, Jim's, you know, watering the lawn and Bobby's washing the car and, every, you know, it's mm-hmm. like leave it to beaver, happy family kind of stuff. It just it just has that feel. Um, and dude, one thing he, he uses so much slide guitar in this album. And I think he uses it in that song Mm -hmm. too. And it's just, um, I just, it's just so interesting, man. Um, uh, mixing the kind of hip hop with the slide guitar. It's just such a weird, like juxtaposition of sound that, that kind of shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. It it absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. So after new pollution, we go to Derelict, 
And uh, there's I, a lot of percussion going I on. Know, there, I know, and I like it because you know? <laughs> I think it is. It sounds like almost like dark in Egyptian, uh, Middle Eastern yep. in some ways. And it, Dude, it's that's just exact, a, a yep. totally weird departure, but again, it works. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I had it described. And I think Egyptian, you're, I, I had had it described for myself as kind of like an Indian Middle Eastern yep, feel, yep. like a like like a snake charmer yeah. kind of thing. Oh, like yeah. it has that that feel to it. Um, and it's funky and weird. It, it is funky and weird. Um, I I I remember. I think I was reading or listening to the lyrics, and I couldn't recite them to you now, like most of his, but they're pretty out there. Yeah, um, pr- pr- pretty out there. So. Well, if you but, weren't feeling numb yet, you're... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I was just going to say, but it, it actually, if you listen to the lyrics, it does work with the title Derelict, because it's like about somebody oh. who's basically sure. just like, fuck it, and just... Sure. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck but it. no, cool I, yeah, if you're not numb now, I mean, you will be after yeah. Novocaine. Novocaine. <laughs> Which I like, because it's, uh, yeah. it's kind of hard and nasty. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's got, you know, it's... The intro's cool, um, you know, the harmonica, you know, he also, other than slide guitar, he's got some harmonica in this album, and he, yeah. he picks it up in that song, too. You know, he starts rapping over the top and doing his, his thing again. Um, you know, there's a, there's a really cool guitar part in the middle, um, and and um, that, I, I forget, I think it's about halfway through, and it's there's a really cool guitar riff that is kind of clean, and then it follows up with like a real heavy, like nasty, fuzzy version of it. And it, dude, it just sounds, it just sounds really, really cool. It sounds really cool. And then in kind of a very Beckish way, uh, the song ends with, you know, crazy sounds and synth sounds. And it's, 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 it's like a synth and, you know, synth having an orgasm on acid or something. Yeah. But I mean, I think we've, we've said that before about songs. That's just like a back end. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And, but then uh, it gets into that. Well, I guess you're right. It ultimately mm-hmm. has it. But when it gets into that hip hop beat for a minute, that's really fresh too. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah. And then uh, going to the donkey track, a little jackass. Um, yep. And jackass. Interestingly. Okay. Now this this is where it gets deep. So <laughs> jackass, the Dust Brothers sampled. It's all over now, baby blue, but not it's all over now, baby blue by Bob Dylan. A cover okay, of it's all over now, Ooh. baby blue by the band them, who was fronted by Van Morrison. Um, I don't know if they were at this time, but that they were. Wow, that is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that, man. Unless you're digging deep. Like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know where I heard you know. about that, but that uh, you know that was one of those ones that that sound was so distinct. Where you're like, okay, that that's obviously sampled. And I remember yeah. just looking it up once, and then I listened to that version of "It's All Over Now, Baby Blue" by them, and it was striking to me at like how literally how well they sampled it because yeah. it didn't it wasn't like you were listening for this tiny cut up piece of the record like 
most of the song, uh, unless there were vocals, sounded exactly like the Beck song. I mean, really? yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, I, I, dude, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a good song. I enjoy it. It's it's. I yep. think I feel like it's actually one of the more straightforward songs on the album. Agreed. Uh, and I, know, I do not... like the sound of the real donkey in the end of it. That's yeah. That's oh, dude. Awesome. Uh, it's dude. It's 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 amazing. It's yeah. kind of a <laughs> rough sound. Oh, dude it it doesn't sound happy. Like, no. I don't I don't know what's I, I don't want to speculate what's going on there, but it, I don't know, man. It, can, it can't be good. Um, so then we get to probably the most well known uh, track on the album, uh, and that's where it's at. Which, dude, I, I mean, after that intro, I almost don't even need to hear anything else. It's dude, it's so good. Just it, there's something. It's just so. So sexy and so smooth and warm. And yeah. And, and, and for and, me, I mean, I know uh, earlier, and this is, again, total nerddom, and I get it, but you had mentioned the synth, uh, when we were talking how they cut it up differently on subsequent versions, and uh-huh. you mentioned the synth intro for where it's at, and I, I only say this because I own one of these instruments, and I it's know. so phenomenal, but that, dude, that is the Wurlitzer the whirly 200 yeah. electric piano on that oh. and it's it's it just yeah. sounds no, so good no I, and, and i am definitely cheaping cheapening it by calling it a, a, a synth um for sure so one of the no true great electric to any pianos. of the musicians out there. oh dude yeah. it, it just sounds so good it man. does it sounds so good and i mean there's a there's a part of me that's like, dude, do we even need to talk about this song? Because I ain't scratching no, it. And I, no, absolutely I, I, I not. I don't think you are either. All I, mean, I will say it is... Of, what, it speaks for itself. It it's does. It's like Stairway. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when, I, yeah. when I got and restored my Wurlitzer Electric, that was yeah. one of the first things I played on it. Played, because uh, it's like, the, it, it's so like, from our generation... Like, it's meant to be, man. Yeah, that yeah. was like the example you had of what that piano sounded like. Because I mean, no yeah. one else was playing it at that time. Yeah. Well, and everybody, you know, and it's got obviously it's the popular song, but it's got the lyrics that everybody knows and sings. And even though his lyrics all over, you know, shine your shoes with your microphone blues and two turntables and a microphone, I think more people actually think this song is called like two turntables and a microphone than where it's at. Yeah, I think I, agree. I remember like I remember searching on well back in the day when you had napster and all that like it like that's the title that would come up all the time so now here's what i want to know is as i'm looking at the sample list where mm -hmm. it's at has five different samples listed and i do wonder if one of those samples is the intro so i'm gonna have to listen to all five now and see but anyways moving on damn it god you know i'm gonna be out man i really hope it's not I do like, too, but dude, but the chances the chances are really high because it. But I feel, it, I feel like that's so well known though that we would have heard that, right? dude. But I, I, I could read you the list of samples that are that yeah. are done in that song that are used in that yeah. song, and I guarantee yeah. you, you have never heard one of them. I know I have. I, I, I guarantee you, you're definitely right. Uh, all right, moving on. Minus, <laughs> just um, kind of a weird, grungy, a, a little rock song. Yeah, you know, dirty guitar throughout. Uh, Different, you know, definitely it, it actually, a diff- departure from the rest of the album. 
so here's the thing, and, and that's the thing. It, it reminded me kind of a little bit more of his older stuff, kind mm-hmm. of a little, just a little, a little grittier and sort yeah. of just, you know, not as it didn't. Uh, from what I remember, it doesn't have like kind of the beats. Maybe, no, maybe I would no, say it doesn't. It, doesn't, it, it kind of doesn't have the Dust Brothers fairy dust on it. You know, yeah, that's yeah, a good, and way that's to okay. Put it. It, that's it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, now, sissy neck. Starts with the whistle blowing, <laughs> dude. I know, uh, but that I—that's to me one of even maybe the most perfect, ugh, perfect example yeah. of that weird country hip hop mix. The mix, dude. Uh, right, right. It I is. mean, the, it, it, it's so funny how it goes and starts off and everything, and then all and of the a lyrics sudden, like, are the, just like a golden country great. Dude. I mean. Oh, absolutely! A yeah, stolen when the wife comes, and a rhinestone dude, life and some good old boys. Dude, I mean, that dude, I'm, I'm I'm writing my will on a three dollar bill, yeah. like, dude, and it, it, that's what I love about it. The chorus comes in; it's 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 very like crisp and clean and clear, and it sounds so like he's like for Beck, he's singing. Yeah, you know, like, and it's it, like it, it's it, not it, sampled. That that seems yeah, like it isn't yeah. sampled. It probably uh, is, but it it seems. Yeah, like it's, it, it is. Yeah, it's 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 great, man. It is. It is. And uh, and and yeah, he throws in some. He's got that country feel. Throwing in some slide guitar because that's what you do. Um, yeah, good good track. Um, now we have ready made. See, now um, I like it. I think it's it's slower. Okay. It, it obviously sounds. It is sampled. It's, um, it is very chill. God, we use that term a lot in this one, but it's hard not to because I think everything Dude, that we've talked about has probably not included any samples up to this point, and this is such a right. departure in that way. But yeah, with right. that saying, right. it does have that sound, but I like how it's really chill mm. and slow and yep. just kind of it, it's got a, a different groove. Yeah, it's very. It's very basic. It's I, I would say it's more stripped down and bare mm-hmm. than a lot of the other songs on the album. You know, again though, that doesn't say much because you, if you actually do listen to it, there is stuff going on there, um, and you know he actually kind of sings in it and stuff. Um, but it's it's not as in your face as is uh, you know yep. something like Devil's Haircut, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and then we have High Five. Rock the cat skills, dude. In, uh, it could have been parents. Yeah, parents. <laughs> it could have been like, like one of those '80s rap songs with with a sweet DJ because of all the weird yeah. places it goes. But it's awesome. Dude. And then bringing yeah. back Novocaine in it too. Oh, it's great. So, so, dude, I described it. This is the way I just. It's funny how you just said that. So, I described it as to me, it sounds like a DJ robot dance off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it just kind of does. It's really um, good. And 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 I, I don't want to. Well, I, I'm going to actually save this for for our scratch discussion. Uh, there's something I, I do want to say about it. Um, then here we go to the last. Well, kind of the last song on the album, and it's. I mean, let's say it. I, it's the last song on the album. The way the album was made when we bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a the other track. one was a hidden um, track, and it always should. Yeah, be. yeah, exactly. Um, so I I love this song, and Me too. the acoustic it's it's, it's so warm. It sound, it's so warm and thick. Yeah, yeah that's that's really warm the way I have to describe thick. it too. It sounds like the <laughs> well because he's he's playing a classical guitar with his yeah. fingers, so automatically you're losing some of that really high end of an acoustic. Sure, you're right. Yeah. That that thickness of it is just yeah. like, it's it, it's great. And to me, 
and to me, maybe it's the like like in a class. Like, I guess it's a classical. It, it sounds almost doubled to me. Oh, I am sure it is. I'm sure. It okay. Is. All right. All right. And then you know you get this this kind of light drum like way off in the mm-hmm. background. It's kind of like you know it's kind of like you know it's like modest. It's like Isaac Brock was hanging out there singing his vocals like way yeah, deep, yeah, you know or something. But but he's like dude like way way in the back right. Um, and I think like I mentioned earlier. This song was recorded with different producers other than the Dust Brothers. Now they they may have had a hand in something here, but it, it probably doesn't sound like they did. Um, when you know Beck was thinking of doing this as more Odile as more of a softer acoustic type thing, obviously it didn't go in that direction. But I and love that they I, ended it with it. I, and here's the thing: I love it. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. But I think you would also have to say, does it fit the album? And to me, and, yes, because of where it is. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. of where it yeah. is, it's sure. it's a yes. nice wrap. Where it's up. at? That uh, like it's that a point? nice yeah, wrap. Okay. Yeah, it's where it's at. It's a nice wrap mm-hmm. up to this You're crazy right. kind of all over the place thing. In You're my right. opinion, You're right. it's yeah. No, I, I I can't disagree with that at all. Um, as a whole, if you just take it track by track, I'm like, okay, you know, if if you were to if I was to play each one of these songs and say, which song do you think, you know, didn't make the album? I would probably pick this one, but it, you're totally right. If it's, if it's going to be anywhere, it's got to be at the end. Yeah. He's kind of like, you know what? I've kicked your ass for the past like 65 minutes. <laughs> um, why don't you just, you know, chill out now? Yeah. So I thanks back. I appreciate that. And then, yeah, there is the hidden track. I, I don't even know if it really goes silent. It may go silent. For oh, it does. I, I mean, look, it's it? seven twenty nine. Okay. I think it goes silent for oh, like a, a, a oh. minute or two, maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm unfortunately looking at the uh, Apple Music version, and they don't have that. It goes Ramshackles four forty seven, and then they've renamed the hidden track and given it its own hidden track number, which I don't agree with, as Computer Rock, and that's yeah. forty three seconds. So. Um, Apple, we love you. We hope you're going to really uh, put our podcast to the top of the list. But I don't love everything you're doing with some of these. Well, like, but new you know, it's it's not even them. It every one of them's the same. Every streaming service out there, I mm-hmm. think, is is doing that. And I yeah. don't know if it's the artists or the record companies releasing it or what. But I mean, those of us who bought the album in an <sighs> album format. You know. Now, granted, for us, it was the second generation on CD. But album format, nonetheless, you couldn't skip to the hidden track. You just had to let it play. And that, now that you say it from the streaming perspective, it makes complete sense to me. Because they also did the same thing with Where It's At, where the beginning record scratch and everything is 11 seconds. People, the song is going to go, people who are listening to these playlists, they don't want gaps and things in between their songs they want their songs to be whole and complete yeah and i don't so i don't get that i hate it but yeah you're right i mean god forbid it would you know you'd get a a little breather and it would sound like a needle dropped you know like the way people a lot still do listen to music but listen music yeah like the real listeners right (laughs) yeah dude Uh, dude i think we need to we need to someday when when this podcast blows up we need to press our podcast to vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Uh, Only right, if we can right. get well, the rights to play the music as a backdrop for each song. Totally, totally. All right. 
Well, enough pissing about here, dude. Um, I think I took the last, the lead on the last scratch track. Fair enough. I want to get. I want you to drop the hammer uh, and tell us which one didn't make the cut. Well, for me, the hammer is easy, and that is minus. Um, it's just. It's it's more like the times, I guess, more grungy, but that isn't why it's my scratch. I guess for me musically it's just kind of it's just kinda of ugly. I yeah in my mind musically it's it, right. there's there's not these these moments and to me that's more of a departure in a lot of ways even than Ramshackle because I don't know, for some reason, whether it's his rapping or the lyrics that he's saying or the way the sounds blend together, everything has this element of almost like a little like lighthearted and kind of humorous. And this one just doesn't to me. Yeah, uh, sure. It, it, I, I can understand that. It's a little bit of a departure. And this one's a little more. Yeah, just kind of in your face. And and that's why I think when we were talking about it earlier, it kind of reminded me a little bit of his, his older stuff a little bit. Not that his older stuff is like as, you know, overly serious, but it's just kind of harder and in your face a little bit and um it's not as playful as is some yeah. of, you know, some of the other yeah. songs. So I, I I get that. I I, I do. I, I can't disagree with that. Um I think mine, I don't know if it'll surprise you. Um but it's one that I feel is I, I I can skip because I like this the songs that bookend it, um, and I feel like it doesn't for me musically it doesn't go a lot of places. Even though we kind of said it did go a lot of places, including to the Middle East and Egypt, and that's derelict. I yeah I could see that if if you're not into that sound I could see how that would be a little off putting I, I certainly can yeah because I don't want to say it's not like a song it's because it's it's just there's a lot going on and it's kind of funky and stuff and and I think there's a time and place for all of that and, and in the album as a whole okay um, but you know I. Let's just say if I was making a playlist of my favorite Beck songs, I probably wouldn't put that one on it. No, that's, hey, that's fair, man. If that's uh, <laughs> your scratch, that's your scratch. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my the scratch, game. So. Yeah, a game changer. Scratched away. Scratched away. I, I so. like that. It, but the interesting thing is, oh, when we look at the tracks that we both chose, now they were different. But in a lot of ways, they were the same because they didn't fit Aside from Ramshackle, and maybe you could argue High Five, but aside from that, yeah. they didn't fit that mold of this mesh of weird sounds. They're both kind of yeah. off on their own. They're they're almost yeah. like little yeah. islands in, yeah. in the context of the whole thing. It's interesting you bring High Five back up because that's what I, I, I did want to say that, but I wanted to wait till we got to this point. Um, I actually would have scratched that song, except... I just really love the the words of the lyrics. High five, more Dude, dead than alive. I do too. Uh, you know, and, it's, and, and that's the that's the saving grace right there. I know, man. and I, I there's nothing better than when the whole thing stops and that record's like, you know, like yeah. that. Dude, that's yeah. so classic. Yeah. It's so yeah. classic. Yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, I mean, and and I think we we established. I mean, we established that the hidden track, quote unquote, computer rock, whatever, is a part of Ramshackle. Um, and if for some reason 
people were playing this game and they were going off of that track listing. Uh, yeah, I would have cut that out and because it would have just been, but that would have been taking the easy way out. I feel like this is, you know, we oh, yeah. both took more proper tracks for for this for this album, my friend. Yeah. So no, I hear you. Let's um <laughs> at the end of this. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to cut that, uh, which I will. But do your yeah. do your yeah, wrap up part, and then I want to count yep. uh, down from five at the very end, just to make sure because okay. I fucked up. Sure. Yep, fucked up the timing. Fucked up. Oh, I watched. Uh, we'll talk about it later. I did watch. Uh, uh, fucking uh, what is it spinal called? Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. This right. is well, you know, you know, <laughs> the legendary Spinal Tap. Uh, spinal Tap's recording of it. Okay. Well, that pretty much wrap. Uh, hold up, I peaked. Yeah. Well, that pretty much wraps up uh, Bex Odelay, Scratch a Track. I went with Derelict. Grim went with Minus. And as always, we appreciate you all being here and being a part of this fun little journey debate that we're on. Like I said in the previous episode, we are on Twitter now. And we will start, I will will start tweeting <laughs> for the both of us um, a little more. But we'd love to hear your guys' feedback what songs you guys would scratch uh, if you think we're crazy for what we'd scratch feel free to call us out um also give us some ideas what what albums would you guys like uh like us to uh to break down and examine and, and give us some some thoughts on uh where we should go in the future now we do have quite a backlog but we definitely love this to be more of a uh you know a community thing where interactive where we, we talk yeah. yeah exactly interactive where we interact together um, because I think it's a it's a fun thing to talk about and it's a fun game to play with your friends. So we uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening and signing off for uh, the dude and Grim. This is the Dude and Grim show. Respectively, this is Scratch a Track. Respectively, Scratch a Track is produced by the Dude and Grim. Additional music provided by More. That's dot 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 M O R E and the Tims T I M N Z. Copyright 2020, The Dude and Grim Show.